This is The Mudroom, uncommon sense parenting classes with your parenting coach, Alana Robinson. Weekly nuggets of developmentally appropriate parenting wisdom to help you parent your toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners more effectively with less effort. The Mudroom is recorded live on Facebook every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Now, here's Alana. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Mudroom, our weekly free uncommon sense parenting class. How is everyone today? Y'all ready for Halloween? My kids are absolutely jazzed. Our 15-year-old neighbor offered to take them trick-or-treating with some of their friends, and they absolutely cannot wait. Last year, my husband took them, but then he was done before they were, and they happened to cross paths, paths, paths <laughs> with the teens. I don't know why that word sounds so weird to me today. They came across the teens who offered to continue with them and they had an absolute blast. This whole kids getting older thing is not horrible, y'all. <laughs> I was full on panicked when I realized that Owen was officially six and therefore technically out of my zone of genius. But it turns out that it's actually kind of awesome. I'm getting to see all of that hard work that I put in during their early years really come to fruition and blossom. And almost every day I see them use a skill that I've been reinforcing for years and they're using it to be more independent. It's different, but it's not awful, that's for sure. All right, today we are talking about kids who have difficulty making decisions. Recently, Parenting Posse member Charlotte made a post about her daughter and how whenever she's faced with a decision, she gets increasingly anxious and upset. And this has started causing a huge problem because it was creating a cycle where her daughter would delay, delay, delay until the opportunity was no longer available and then she melt down because she missed her chance to make a decision. And I know this is extremely common because it comes up frequently in parentability, but we've worked through it with various families multiple times with success. So let's talk it through. Before we get going though, allow me to introduce myself for those of you who are new around here. My name is Alana Robinson and I'm a parenting coach for parents of toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners. I help you understand why your children are misbehaving and how to fix it without stickers, counting to three, or losing your shit. I'm your host here on The Mudroom. I'm also the host of the Parenting Posse Facebook page, and I'm the creator of the Parentability Program, where I help you raise well-behaved kids who listen. If you haven't yet, please like and subscribe so that you never miss another class. We drop a new episode every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern on Facebook, and it shortly thereafter migrates to YouTube and then over to the podcast and eventually the blog. So no matter how you like to learn, you've got options. Okay. So why do little kids struggle with making decisions, even when it's just like between two things? And Charlotte had specified that. They'd tried reducing the options to just like this or that, and she still couldn't do it until the time to make the decision was up. Making a decision requires us to be regulated and to use our executive skills. And one is kind of contingent on the other. If you're not calm, you can't access your executive skills and making a decision requires almost all of them. Flexible thinking. You have to be able to quickly think of all the different outcomes that these two options could result in, and if there's any other factors that might influence that. Self-monitoring. You have to be able to think about how each of those outcomes could impact you and the people around you. You also have to be aware of how much time you have to make the decision, which is a different aspect of self-monitoring. Working memory. You have to be able to remember your options and all of those outcomes in your head. 
planning and prioritizing. You then have to take all of those potential outcomes and all of the factors that might impact you and others and prioritize them based on your values and concerns. Organization, you have to be able to organize all of that information and thoughts in your head. And task initiation is actually making the decision and then doing it. If any one of those skills is weak, it could completely derail a child from being able to make a decision that they feel confident in. Charlotte had mentioned that often she'll try to talk her daughter through the decision-making process and make suggestions, but they're almost always dismissed. And this brings us back to regulation. When a child is dismissing suggestions from adults before even really considering them, you know, like when you say something and it's clear that it just didn't penetrate, it's pretty obvious that they aren't regulated. A regulated child, if they're struggling with using a weak skill, will still give you feedback. Do you like sweet or sour better? Sour, but what does that have to do with picking dinner? They can't necessarily connect the information on their own because their skills are weak, but they aren't dysregulated either. A child who is dysregulated is just going to reject everything because the limbic system doesn't have any reason. So if you're trying to reason with your kid and you're just getting stonewalled with, no, no, I don't know, I don't want that, no, you've got a dysregulated kiddo on your hands and you need to take the options off the table completely, go regulate them, and then come back and try again. There is absolutely nothing to be gained by trying to force a dysregulated child to make a decision other than more dysregulation. And this can become a really vicious cycle. Using weak skills causes dysregulation, also known as stress, also known as low energy, because using skills requires energy. So now you're dysregulated and you can't access your skills to build them or use them, which means the more you try to use them, the more dysregulated you get. And this can go on and on and on. It's a cycle that most parents are stuck in with their kids, but very few are aware of it. Now in parentability, we stick a spoke in that wheel by first regulating a child, setting up that regulation cycle that is going to be a standard part of their day so that one, they learn to self-regulate, and two, they always have a refill of energy that's just around the corner. Once we get them regulated, then we work on building up those skills using daily fun practice. Most kids don't get to use their skills unless it's do or die. There's something on the line. People are watching them, they're trying to meet an expectation, and they just can't. So it's not unusual for children to stall out when attempting to use their skills because now it's associated with failure and stress. So by practicing them playfully in very short increments every day, where there's no expectations, if you're successful, awesome. If you're not, oh well, we'll try again tomorrow. We start to rewire the brain to have a positive association with those skills while making them stronger. Before we finish up here, I quickly want to talk about anxiety because I know I'm going to get questions about it. Anxiety is a biological stressor. Anxiety is our nervous system's inability to regulate in a fabricated or anticipated scenario. You're thinking about what could happen and your nervous system is reacting as though it is happening to you right now. And there's a spectrum. Some anxiety is expected and normal. We all experience it when new unpredictable situations come up. Chronic anxiety, also known as clinical anxiety, is on a whole other level though. 
It's often comorbid with other clinical diagnoses such as depression, and it's biological. Your nervous system can't regulate because of a hormone imbalance. You can't externally regulate a child out of clinical anxiety. It has to be addressed medically. So if you've been trying to regulate your anxious child externally and it's just not helping, it's time to talk to your doctor. If you're ready to come and join us in Parentability, awesome. I strongly suggest that you check out my free class first so that you have a nice full picture of the process. If you know you've got to figure out this regulation thing, but you're not totally ready to jump into Parentability, go check out the Regulation Cycle Workshop. It'll walk you through the basics of setting up a regulation cycle. And if you decide that you'd like that higher support of Parentability after the fact, you can absolutely apply the full cost of the workshop towards your first month of Parentability. The link for both are in the description. Have a fantastic day, everyone. I will see you in November for more Uncommon Sense Parenting classes. Bye. You've been listening to The Mudroom, Uncommon Sense Parenting classes with Alana Robinson. If you like what you just heard, remember to join us live every Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, and connect with us in the Parenting Posse Facebook group. This has been an Alana Robinson Family Services production.